We are on Chavzayin Amar Aleph 27A1, the last recording before our Siyam. We are going back to the Mishnah. The Mishnah mentioned that all the vessels in the base of Migdash, all the utensils, they had uh, replacements, they had backups, they had a second backup, a third backup. And then the Mishnah mentions that all of the vessels would require immersion, putting it into the mikvah, except for the Mizbeach Hazav and Mizbeach HaNechoshes, except for the golden altar and the copper altar. There were two Mizbechos, two, two altars. Uh, the copper one uh, was in in the base of Migdash, but it wasn't in the Kodesh, in the Holies. It was outside of it, and that the copper altar was used uh, to... To uh, as the the fire was there for the uh, sacrifices for the animal sacrifices, the uh, golden altar, the mizbeach hazav, was placed in the kodesh. It was placed in the kodesh, which also contained the shulchan and the menorah, the table with the uh, with the showbreads, and the menorah was also placed there. And that altar was not used for the animal sacrifices, but it was mostly it was used for the ketores. Uh It was. Uh, used used for the for the ketores, for the incense, and uh, so we had two different mizbechos, two different uh, altars in the base Hamikdash. And the Mishnah says that with regards to both, it did not require immersion. You didn't have to put it in the mikvah because it never became tameh. It couldn't. It wouldn't become impure even if the amaretz, as we mentioned uh, in last week's recording, the amaretz was able to go into the base Hamikdash, had the status of being pure, there were no concerns during the times of Aliyah Regel, during the time, the three times a year of when everyone went to the base of Migdash. But after the holiday, we would be concerned retroactively to assume that everything became impure. We would have to turn over the entire base of Migdash, purify everything, take all the utensils, bring them into the mikvah, except for these two, the copper altar and the golden altar, the Mizbeach Hazav and the Mizbeach Anachoshes. Why? Why were these different? Uh, so the first opinion in the Mishnah, uh, Rabbi, Rabbi Eliezer said, uh, it's because it is has the status of earth, of the ground. And anything which is attached to the ground cannot become impure. A house cannot become impure. The, the walls of the house cannot become impure. They could have other things. of uh, They could have one impurity of negaim, which is not for now, but that's the tsaras that could apply to a house. But it cannot become, it cannot have a regular impurity, anything which is attached to the ground or the ground itself cannot become impure. And the verse tells us, as we're about to see, that the Mizbeach and Achoshes and Mizbeach Azab, these two altars, the copper and the golden altar, uh, they both had the status of the of earth, of being connected to the ground, of being earth, even though it wasn't made up of earth. It was also made up of wood and it was also plated, just like we mentioned in the last recording with regards to the Shulchan, it was also made up of wood and plated with gold or copper, depending on which altar we're discussing. But the verse says that it has the halachic status of earth, and so therefore it cannot become impure. It's not susceptible to impurity, and therefore it does not require immersion. You would not have to bring it into the mikvah. So let's just read this inside. Mizbach HaNachoshes, the copper altar, the verse says explicitly in the Torah that it is an altar of earth. Uh, shall you make for me that it's defined as an altar of earth? Therefore, it cannot be. It is not susceptible to impurity. Mizbeach Azav. What about the golden altar? It doesn't say that it has to be of earth. The verse says Mizbechos. 
It says both altars, so it connects both altars. So just like the Mizbeach and Achoshes, the copper altar is defined as part of the earth. So too, the Mizbeach and Hazahav is also the golden altar, which is in the Kodesh, in the Holies, in the inner part of the base of Mikdash. That is also uh, defined as earth, and it cannot become impure. The Mishnah, the Gemara then goes on to explain the next line in the Mishnah, the final line in the Mishnah, which says, Chacham Omer Mimnei The Chachamim say that it's because they are plated. What do they mean that they are plated? It's true. They are plated. They're wooden utensils, wooden objects that are plated either with copper or gold. If it's made out of copper or gold, if it has the identity of copper or gold, then it could become impure. So what do the Chachamim mean to say that because they are plated, therefore what? Because they're plated, therefore what? So the Gemara itself asks this. On the contrary, if they are because they are plated, so then they should become impure. They should be arguing on Rabbi Lazar to say that they are impure. This is not a reason to say that they are pure. If it, if we go based on the coated material, so then it's a reason for us to say uh, that they are impure, that they that they that they are, they are susceptible to tuma, to impurity. So the Gemara gives two answers to explain the Chachamim. The first answer is either the Chacham are arguing on the first opinion. The first opinion of Rebbe says that we do not require immersion uh, to put into the mikvah these two mizbechos, these two altars. But the Chachamim argue. Ema may let us say, the first answer is let us say, the Chachamim metamin. The Chacham hold that they do, they are susceptible to impurity. Because they are plated. And they hold that you really would have to put it into the mikvah after the holiday, just like you would have to put all the other utensils into the mikvah, you would also have to put these two altars, the golden altar and the copper altar, into the mikvah. That is the first answer. The second answer, there's a second answer here, and the second answer is that no, the Rabbanan agree that they do not become impure. But the Rabbanan argue with regards to the reason. The Rabbanan say that why is it that, be, that they're not susceptible to impurity, it's because what is it made out of? It's made out of uh, wood. It's made out of wood. Since it's made out of wood, it we, we would say that it does not take on the status of the plated material, which was our discussion yesterday. If it's made out of wood, it doesn't take on the status of the plated material of copper or gold. And if it's wood, so then it's stationary. A wooden utensil, wooden object which remains stationary cannot acquire tuma, cannot acquire impurity. And the reason why it's pure is because we define this as a wooden utensil which is stationary. A wooden utensil which is stationary is not susceptible to impurity. So it's for a completely different reason. According to Rabbi Lezer, the reason why it cannot become impure is because the verse says it's an altar of earth. It's defined as part of the earth. Anything which is part of the earth or connected to the earth uh, cannot become impure. The Rabbanon, the majority of the rabbis, argue on Rabbi Lezer and they say that, no, what are you talking about? The reason why it cannot become impure is because we define this material as wooden material, not based on the plated material, it's based on the wooden material. The wooden material is stationary. Of wooden, uh, the wooden uh, utensil, which is stationary, cannot become impure. It's not susceptible to impurity. So two different reasons as to why it cannot. It is not susceptible to impurity either, because the verse defines it as earth. Anything connected to the earth uh, is not cannot become impure. Alternatively, the Rabbanon, the majority, hold 
that the reason is because it's defined as a wooden utensil which which is stationary. Uh, so what did, what did the Chacham say in the Mishnah that it's about it being plated? So they are now responding to Rabbi Eliezer. It's a response to Rabbi Eliezer. We hold that the reason why it can't become impure is because it's defined as a wooden uh, as a wooden utensil. But the Gemara now says Vibaisema. The other way of reading the Chachamim is Rabban and the Rabbi Eliezer Kamri. The, the majority is talking to Rabbi Eliezer. They are responding to Rabbi Eliezer. They're saying we hold that they can't become impure because it's a wooden utensil which is stationary. But my Daitech, what is your reasoning? Why do you have to come on to the fact that it is an altar of earth? And that's why it, can, it, it is not susceptible to impurity. Why do you come on to that? Because according to what you're saying, you Rabbi Lezer, according to what you're saying, if it wasn't an altar of earth, so then it would become impure because it's plated. It's plated with metal, with copper and with gold. It's plated with metal. And then it should be susceptible to impurity. But the Rabbanon, the rabbis say, the majority says it back, uh, but the Rabbanon respond back that the altar is of wood. The, the verse says that it's defined as wood and therefore the plated material becomes nullified. It's not, it doesn't become the essential defining material, just like what we had by the shulchan. The shulchan, the table was defined as wood, and so therefore it had it had the halachic status of wood. So to the Rabbanan say back to Rabbi Lazar, why are you assuming that we go based on the plated material, and therefore we have to come onto a verse that says that it's defined as earth? No! It's really, the plated material is not significant here. Because the verse calls this a, a it's material out of wood, and it defines it made out of wood, we don't go, we don't define the uh, altars as being of the plated material, it's really of wooden material. And if it's of wooden material, if it's stationary, it cannot become impure. So this statement of the Chachamim is really a response to Rabbi Eliezer. According to Rabbi Eliezer, it really would take on the status of the plated material. But because the verse says that it's an altar of earth, it defines it as an altar of earth as connected to the ground as, as of earth, so therefore it cannot become impure. The rabbis, the rabban, and the majority respond back and say that no, it shouldn't take on the status of the plated material because the verse tells us that it is an altar of a, it's an altar made out of a wooden material. It's defined by wood. Wood, which is stationary, cannot become impure, and that's why it cannot become impure. So we have a dispute here why it cannot become impure, either because it's an altar of earth. The verse calls it an altar of earth, and that cannot become impure, or because the majority hold because. It takes on the verse says explicitly that it, it the the main material here is the wooden inside the wooden the material on the inside which is wood and wooden a wooden utensil which is stationary cannot become impure so two different reasons but ultimately what that dispute is based on is whether or not without any verse telling us that it's an altar of earth would we go based on the plated material or not according to Rabbi Lezer, we would say that it would be based on the on the plated material. And the rabbis respond back saying that no, it wouldn't be go ba- we wouldn't go based on the plated material because the verse says explicitly that it is a wooden utensil, just like what we have by the shulchan. So too, over here, we would say that it has the status of a wooden utensil, which is not susceptible to impurity because it is stationary. The rest, we have a few more lines left in the Gemara, the, and these last lines we will save for the seam itself. The last lines of every Mesechta, is uh, very often is usually uh, an agarita. It's usually uh, not a non-halachic uh, discussion, which will end off 
which will conclude the Mesechta. So we will save that for the Siyam. Again, for people in Vancouver, it is the Siyam on Sunday night. This coming Sunday night.